Welcome to All Damn Night. Welcome back to this episode of All Damn Night. This is a special All Damn Night news update, one that we bring to you every once in a while when we have some pertinent uh, music history news, music history as it happens. Uh, Can we add in the music? Right. Breaking news. Breaking news. Here, I am your I'm your head anchor, as it were, Brandon Richardson, and this is our co-anchor, Ron Burgundy, and also also known as resident expert, Sean Demers. Sean Demers. If you haven't listened to the show before, All Damn Night is the greatest music podcast in history. We talk about... Uh, music history and go over all the big things that have happened all the things you might not know happened and all the things that in between that are in between that's kind of what we're here for that's our specialty no one does it better and if you think anyone does we'll fight you right yeah oh yeah in the least pretentious way absolutely yeah well um we decided to jump on to do this um and all all them night news is a is a rarity for us it's got to be it's got to be a big one right yeah it's got to be got to be something that's like kind of ties it all together and uh i I think the last one we did or or the couple ago was uh the singer from the who was telling people to stop smoking pot and we thought that was just completely absurd like come on man yeah 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 exactly exactly thank you thank you um well this one o'reilly we were we were talking about uh uh we were talking about it a little bit before we jumped on. It's cool because it kind of feeds into what my next big, you know, we, so we'll, we often kind of switch episodes off. Sean will write one, I'll write one. The one that I'm working on next, um, it, it tonight's topic feeds into that really well. Um, to, this is the week of, what, like July 24th? Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, next week's the 26th, the week of the 26th. Yeah, so, you know, it's mid-July in yeah. 2020. And um, there is a, a movement that's been sweeping the internet. Now, we're going to talk about two things today. The first one being a, a movement that is taking things over. The hashtag, I know you might not have heard of it, Sean, but it's everywhere right now. Hashtag Free Britney. Wait, what? What is that? Now, what does that mean to you? Hashtag the, Free Britney. Free Britney to me means... Like uh, 2007, leave Britney Spears alone. You know, that's kind of insightful. It's not, you're not entirely wrong, um, but it's something, one of these things that I got into doing because I thought this would be, a, I thought this would be like a funny story, frankly, for us to cover. Okay. It's got its moments, but really, it's a little, it's a little dark and kind of weird. Um, oh, no. Yeah, so we're going to kind of get into what the, the story behind Free Britney, hashtag Free Britney is, and um, kind of how that ties into our uh, overall picture here in uh, music history. It's a, it's, a, it's a very bizarre situation. All right, so I'm intrigued. You have my attention. Well, let's begin okay. at the beginning. <laughs> on October twenty third, nineteen ninety eight, the uh, the world as we know it. Check this out: October twenty third, nineteen ninety eight. That's I mean, like, well, doesn't feel like that long ago, but basically twenty two years ago, the world as I, we I know mean, it changed it feels, forever. It feels like I was alive during then. I can definitely ha- I, I have some memories from that time period. You know, you know what happened on that day? Uh, of what day exactly? On. October twenty third, nineteen ninety eight. Uh shoot. 
There was this funny thing that my brother and I would do for Halloween. No, not that. So, oh, <laughs> no, it wasn't that? Oh, okay, all right. On all right. that day, as anyone who was around in the 1990s should remember, <laughs> the former Musketeer and newly minted teen heartthrob Britney Spears' it first single, Britney Spears. Hit Me Baby One More Time, was released. Okay. Spears had been in talks to join the girl pop group Innocence, um, spelled... I N N O S E N S E Innocence. Wasn't she a uh, in the Mouse Club, the Mickey Mouse Club, or something like that? Right. Yeah. Like she was, and and then she was also was like a, a young kid on um on Star Search, I believe, or America's Got. I think she was on Star Search, and so that's how she got on the Mouse yeah, Club. Yeah, she had like different singing style. Like she. I've watched videos and heard in the, in the research for this. She was had this like kind of powerhouse voice until she got like a couple years before, um, yeah. maybe a year before she um, started with "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time." She got into this more kind of like throat like, singing. Check out our last episode on throat singing. <laughs> yeah. This kind of like throat singing voice that was like not was much more like baby-ish, you know? Yeah, uh, I agree completely. Um, if if this proves anything, that means uh, that the record producers are holding all the power for these artists, quote-unquote. Well, um, yeah, so you more right. They, they wanted her to be different than Christina Aguilera or different than, you know, whoever else, Mandy Moore. She said, and I think a lot of, like, every single one of those girls would say some form of this. She said verbatim, like, who, she her her image is, like, uh, is something that was not her. It's something that's put together in order to, to make money. Right, right. Well, she's selling just, you know, like Michael Jordan would say the same, but we'll find that, like, um, this she has like such has has and has had such little autonomy over her own doings. It's it's um it's in, really incredible that that it's it's been that way for so long. Um, she so she was going to try out for this group Innocence under the uh, management of Lou Pearlman, who's like a noted scumbag in, in music <laughs> management. Um, is, however, is that, who, who's the actor Pearlman? Rita or Rita Rita yeah. Pearlman? Is that I don't the know same? If not sure. Okay. Don't think so. And what about that guy Ron? Ron from like the or who's who's the guy from uh, the 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 no, motorcycle club show? Hell, I don't know. Ron Roman. It sounds familiar. He's got like the the big bushy hair on top and things like that. I got a I got a brain full of Britney Spears knowledge. <laughs> you got a brain full of Britney Spears. <laughs> well, when management when her management Lou Perlman got a hold of a demo tape. <laughs> of the teen uh, singing a Whitney Houston song, they decided that maybe she was worth investing in as a solo act. So Hit Me Baby One More Time was recorded and released in 1998, with a tour following that in 1999. The album, <clears throat> this is, I don't know how you're going to feel about this. The album went on to sell 25 million copies and is officially the biggest selling debut album by any artist ever. Any artist. Any artist. Ever. Ever okay? I mean, I I get it. I don't like your face, it, your but face I do not look like you. Yeah, you, your face looks like you understand it, but you really, really don't. Yeah. Like it. So I understand why, because you know, basically every girl bought that album in the entire United States, at least. Texas. Um, well, am I wrong? Jeez, Sean. 
where you kicked <laughs> off the air. No, uh, no, uh, yeah, no. So that's who. That's that, what we're talking uh, about. Is that who that image was sold to? It was young girls. Yeah. So I can see Brandon very clearly right now through Skype. Uh, here's a you know no promotion whatsoever through Skype, and I can see on the bookshelf behind him is the catalog of Britney Spears. Uh, All of them. Yeah. Yeah, beginning with oh, the debut man. album, Hit Me, Baby, hit me, One More Time. Toxic. Yeah. That's what's behind <laughs> me right here. Yeah. So I, I stand corrected. It was not just girls. It was No, 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 no. But, like, yeah, it, you're absolutely right. That's who it was marketed towards. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, right directly to. Yeah. Uh, um, then uh, the her next breakout, or her next hit, like, no sophomore slump for her. Uh, oops, I did it again. Followed <laughs> another blockbuster mega hit for her to, for her follow up follow up effort. The song topped the charts worldwide, and the band sold and the album sold more than twenty million copies, making Spears' sophomore effort another best selling album of all okay. time. The tour. All right, let me ask you a question here. One more, one all right, more go, ahead with the get this go ahead and just get your yeah, four. Yeah. Okay. The tour for Oops, I Did It Again alone. Grossed over forty point five million dollars. Okay, all right. Um, I think Ed Sheeran holds the record even more than any other artist in history, like Rolling Stones, Rod Stewart. Right. Like I think he, Ed Sheeran, holds the record for highest grossing tour of all time, and I think he's seconded by um, um, Taylor Swift. The thing about That's Ed, dude, calm down. It's okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, that's a, that's a logistics game, right? Because, like, what they gross could be, end up being more than, like, a bigger giant mega tour, like like a Guns N' Roses or, or, or Rolling Stones. Um, so, tour start date to end date. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, maybe the mega bands could get if they toured longer or something like that or played more venues but ed sheeran sold out houses i think just over a year's worth of touring i don't know how many shows exactly but the thing is is that he got paid the majority of that i'd be interested to know exactly i'd be interested to know um what minuscule percentage that Britney Spears got from that whole deal. I, I would be willing to bet the farm or your oh. farm that it was none to n- not the problem isn't what she got, it's what she can control. And we're gonna get into that. Yeah. So what could she control though? It seemed like they they literally changed how she dressed and acted and sang. Oh, it's so far um, beyond that. It's yeah. So okay. far beyond that. Like Man. so so the a deluge of hits came after that, right? From "Not a Girl" to "Toxic," um, too many to name. Sean are these you, bad you songs you though? You know, they're so catchy. Yeah. No, they're not saying they're bad songs. Actually, they're not really bad um, songs. If they were done in a different style, she yeah. made a deal with um, with Pepsi in the year two thousand, worth seven okay. eight million dollars. Yeah, um, yeah. Her, this is the most surprising thing to me. Her movie, remember Crossroads? Um, I never I saw it. Remember, I never I saw it, but I yeah, but we do all remember, remember it like, being had on a my movie, sister's right? bookshelf. Yes. Well, she had a movie called Crossroads. It cost twelve million dollars to make it, right? And it grossed sixty point one million worldwide. It's a pretty good deal. Not a bad turnover. <laughs> yeah. Then, of course, in two thousand seven, we began to see uh, quite understandable cracks in the facade. 
there was the outrage over the photo of her driving with her toddler son on her lap. Son on her lap. Uh, then she shaved her head and attacked the you know car with the umbrella. Um, then there was a scene of her being removed from her, her house on a stretcher after cops had been been called, and um, she allegedly was under the uh, under the influence of an unidentified subject, an unidentified substance. I want to get my hands on some of that. Like how right, how, like, how no, do you get fucked up on something that's you, not known to doctors? Most yeah. people think it's meth. Like the consensus view is, it's probably what was meth. Um, hey, to so each yeah. their own. Yeah, to each them. The albums, though, and the shows and money continued to flow. Vegas residencies, magazine covers, movie soundtrack appearances, award show appearances. Though album sales and radio play would continue to ebb and flow, as it so often does in the, folk, the fickle music industry, Britney's star power and earning potential remained as unshakable as anything in the industry can be. Do you think she was as popular as Taylor Swift back in the 90s? You know, I think so. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I just think, so weird that you, uh, I don't even think you can underestimate how how kind of omnipresent she was in the '90s. Right. I mean, she was even in Austin Powers. She was just yeah, right. She was just everywhere. And if you could get her involved in your thing, whether you were like, I think she was on the Drew Carey show or something. I don't even. Maybe. I didn't even research something. She was on some kind of. Wasn't she on Friends or something? And I like, don't know. Anyways, yeah. But, but it anyways, seems as though that would be the cameo to get, you know. Anything, yeah, if you could get her anywhere near your brand. She did the Super Bowl with Aerosmith. That's uh, right. Oh, God, that was awful. Was I think everyone remembers that as being. Oh, man. Yeah, the Ray <laughs> Lewis Super Bowl. Uh, Poor Steven Tyler. Guy can't catch a break, man. <laughs> oh yes, poor Steven Tyler, indeed. Um, but here's here's where it gets weird, right? So, as of late, right, more and more attention has been paid to what seems to be a, at best a sad and at worst a diabolical situation. Um, since 2008, uh, for the last 12 years now, all of Britney's money, along with several of her civil, li- most of her civil liberties, really. Um, such as her ability to drive, to see her kids, to vote, um, to have children, have more children, uh, to get married, um, and make her, and to make her own choices regarding her careers, like what tours and, and albums and songs she would like to do, have been severely hampered or completely held up. Uh, like it's it's all completely controlled by what's known wow. as a. Conservatorship. Her dad uh, has to known as a what? It's called a conservatorship. Oh, it's wow. usually reserved for really, really wealthy people that are, are either suffering from dementia or some kind of debilitating mental illness. That's crazy. For the last 12 years, Britney Spears basically, I mean, she has bought a house, but her dad controls all of that. Her custody of her kids is like, has to be approved by him. She wasn't able to see them this last year on Christmas Day. It's like really messed up. Um, like any songs that she does have to all be approved by her dad, or they, they, they it transferred to a different attorney in the last two years. But it, everything has to be approved by her dad. Her diet has to be approved. Like, like I said, like she can't go vote. She can't Are get a. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, seriously. 
Um, and she gets an allowance of uh, $1,500 a week. Okay. She's worth, you know, an estimated, what, um, tens of millions. I mean, I, I think... I, My I point was that. is that if she was as successful as, say, Taylor Swift, why is she not so much more rich? I mean, all that money... Had had to go somewhere, you know, and I think it was because she was controlled by these producers. Yeah, it it it's it's not just that. It's it's that like either like we said, like either she is severely mentally ill, right? Doesn't necessarily seem to be the case. Not to the point where she needs all of this controlled, or there's like something more going on here because. Like, even, you know, even, like, even her mom applied to be part of, like, to be an interested person on the conservatorship, and that's yet to be approved. So, basically, oh, like, wow. her, her life. How old is she? 38. Okay. All right. Two kids, and she's not allowed to, like, she's had the same um, boyfriend for a while and wanted to get married to him and have kids, but she's not allowed to because her dad won't give her permission. That's crazy. Didn't she date Justin Timberlake for a while? Yep. Yep. Okay. And I learned in the research for this that Crimea River was supposedly, allegedly, written hours after their breakup. And, uh, really? And oh, took wow. abs of her infidelity. So huh. Good yeah. for him. Good yes, for him. I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. Right. <laughs> um, but this gets into some weird territory where... So she just posts a lot of, like, really strange stuff on Instagram... Well, can I stop you for a minute? That's her only way. All she's really allowed to do... Well, one second so you can contextualize anything you're about to say. All she's really allowed to do is, like, post stuff on Instagram. Huh. Yeah, that's kind of it. Okay. Is any of it, you know, nearly as, quote-unquote, sexy or uh, showy as what she was made to wear at like these award ceremonies and things like that. Uh, no, it, it, um, I encourage you to go ahead and, uh, you can go ahead and like Google Britney Spears, Instagram. Um, it's, I don't know, man, look it up and let's get your reaction. I'm almost scared too because I don't want to be on the same watch list that you are. No room for fear. You're already there. But uh, my you want Instagram.com slash Britney Spears. I'm just wondering. I don't even have an Instagram account. Hang you on, don't need one. You can, you can just go to it. Go to it, and um, okay. you'll. You, it's. Um, I don't know, man. Let's let's get your initial take on these pictures here. All right, so the oh my god! <laughs> so the very first, the very first one that comes up uh, in oh, Google Images is different story. Uh, okay, uh, is she trying out for a porn? No, no, she is not. Doesn't appear to be doing terribly well. Um, <laughs> so she keeps posting all this scripted stuff on Instagram, right? And okay. if you look down on from here, the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleventh row, 
she is a on um on July second she made a post. Uh, she was doing these Instagram live feeds where people can like text in their uh, questions. It's asking me to log in or or sign up. I can't. Don't see you it. don't need to see this part to get to it. But like okay. you'll um. We're going to show you another video too. So, um, so for this one, um, the day before, people were saying like, "Listen, if you're like being controlled and you need help, somebody posted in the in the questions um, while they were doing this Instagram live. If you're being controlled and you need help, like wear something yellow tomorrow." And then the very next day, she's wearing this bright yellow top. Oh wow! Yeah. Huh. So maybe yeah, that's crazy to, though because you know we've covered the Illuminati and and things like that. There there may possibly be a group of people out there that are controlling stars. Sean, it's interesting you you say that. It's so interesting. That you All say right, that. but so my question my question from before was um, how mentally sound do you think most musicians are? That's well, going to be a great question to follow out the rest of our episode. I okay. Sure. Okay. I assure you. Okay. I would uh, say that 90, maybe 95% of them are just uh, having some issues, <laughs> to say the least. I'll tell you 100% of the ones that we're, we're going to talk about tonight are. <laughs> okay. All right. So <clears throat> you'll see if you can... Um, yeah, so she's wearing yellow, and, and she's posted some other, like, cryptic stuff. And what I want you to do now is go to YouTube. All right, I'm going to YouTube. A little YouTube fun for me and my boy Sean here and the listeners at home. You're going to go to YouTube, and you're going to just simply YouTube. Britney Spears, Good Morning America. Oh, wow. So there'll be Brittany with a bright yellow background, and she posted yeah. this on a okay. uh, on her. This she posted this yesterday on her Instagram. Um, go ahead and click that when you're ready, and tell me if you think that's a her right. real voice. Tell me what you think is going on there. Um, I got to deal with this ad, and then I'll uh, tell you how I feel about this. No YouTube premium. Tight. Things are tight over here at the All Day Night Studios. <laughs> we got we have we have a remedy for that coming up. If you want to if you want to help contribute, folks. I don't believe that's your real voice. No way. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. That's posted unironically on the Good Morning America um, page and also on Britney's Instagram with a yellow bright 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 yellow background. Okay. Um, Again, signifying that she needs help. Well, yeah, she obviously needs help. Right. But uh, first of all, I don't think that's her real voice One for one minute. Uh, no. The bad lip reading at uh, the NFL bad lip reading is even better than that. You know, so It's not <laughs> as creepy as what we're about to get into, though. So okay. what do you think here? There's, there's a couple different theories. One, her dad is a controlling maniac and Brittany is being controlled by everyone around her. Because here's another thing. The people that are managing her money, the firm that manages her money, makes a 1.1% uh, interest off that account every year and also is paid $1.1 million per year. 
to manage the money. So just them staying in control guarantees they stay millionaires. And if they only give her fifteen hundred dollars a week out of that, what's fifteen hundred dollars times fifty-two? Um, it would be about thirty-six grand a year. Okay, seventy-eight thousand no, 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 dollars. Sorry, be about seventy-two thousand a year. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it seems as though if she is tens of million dollars rich, that's just pocket change. That means nothing. So, yeah. What if... Um, they said in a news article that she made 80 trips to Target. Though, and I was like, dude, if you don't have any other bills and you just you, you got $1,500 a week... Yeah, you, you could, could probably go to Target you, you anytime. You get anything you wanted. Like, you're set. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably go to Home Depot three times a day. So. I mean, but, yeah. <laughs> Target, I'd go to Target at least 80 times a year. <laughs> That's not a, a year? Oh, yeah. shit. That's not out of the ordinary. Yeah, that's not the question no at all. No way. I probably go to the grocery store for myself more than that. Damn right. Yeah. So, what do you, so then the other thing is she could be mentally ill and right. the conservatorship could be necessary. Right. Right. But we don't well, like binaries, right? We're not, yeah, we're my not, immediate thought was... Britney Spears's body and personality and her just being there is the product. They can fake her voice, they can they can augment her image. So uh, this uh, this brings us to option C. Okay. All right. But there are in fact there is in fact at least one or several either split personality Britneys or fake Britneys under the program of CIA's program of MK Ultra, which has been run on American citizens yep. and citizens okay. worldwide for over 60 years now. That makes total sense to me. Absolutely. It's theoretically controlled hundreds of celebrities, um, assassins, um, heads of state. So people are theorizing that we are starting to see with the variety of other societal ills coming to bear right now, we're starting to see the falling apart of several MK Ultra subjects, perhaps Britney being one. It makes sense. Um, our entire generation was influenced by her. Um, if she was not in existence, I think that things have, would have gone differently in the pop culture. Um, you know, there's there's other people, maybe like Lucille Ball from the previous generations, who are more influential than her. But um, I don't I mean like if you talk to girls in 1950s and then girls in the 1990s and just took a swath of like who was more influenced by who, I think every girl in the 1990s was either pro or anti Britney, right? But they had something to do with it. Yeah. Right, and I don't think yeah. every girl in the 50s would be influenced by Lucille Ball. Well, uh, Lucille Ball also financed uh, a lot of productions. Uh, she was a producer for, right. for many yeah. different things, um, yeah, okay. whether I she was in control of it or not. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, right. So I'm including Britney Spears' father to be an extension of Britney Spears and things like this. So I, I would say... I would say that... Uh, 
This is a, a ridiculous scenario. I mean, just a couple months ago, we, we got confirmation that UFOs exist. And uh, now all of a sudden, the MK Ultra subjects are falling apart. Like, what are we going to talk about next that we never went to the moon? I mean, <laughs> that would be crazy, right? Because we've already covered that. The math just doesn't debunked. make sense, man. If you thought you could listen to a music <laughs> podcast and avoid that topic, you were wrong. Check it out. I forget what number it is. We need to memorize it because that's the one that everyone wants to hear. <laughs> it's on there. Just well, what was it called? Uh, I think like fake moon landing. <laughs> yeah, it was a conspiracy corner. It's, it was a conspiracy yeah. corner. Yes. And so this one actually leads us, a a big spoiler surprise, right? Our next conspiracy corner is going to be um, a deep dive into into MKUltra's influence specifically uh, on the entertainment industry or music industry. So the other kind of short-circuiting, theoretically, that we've seen um, is from the one and only... presidential hopeful Mr. Kanye West. Uh, I think that's so ridiculous, man. I mean, yeah, there's a I lot don't... of like um, political theorists as to like what's going on there. As far as I don't know, that's not what we're going to get into. We're going to talk. Listen, you, yeah, right. I don't want to get political. You into poli- right. No one's dragging you into politics. Don't you worry. Don't All you right. worry, my friend. Take a deep breath. <laughs> Everyone exhale. So All right, what's happening? Let me calm down. Okay. We're seeing. But you can go and look at um, Kanye's Twitter feed, and it's pretty fucking wild, man. Is um, it? Is the background all yellow? No, but like you know, he says, "Yeah, he's running for president." Then there's just like lots of um, there's there's lots of posts of like pictures of just. Like there's a there's a shout out to Dennis Rodman, and there's like claims that he might have taken down now, but like that he he did he did a, a um a like rally quote unquote for for his upcoming kind of presidential platform he planned to run on. And right. in it, let me just stop you right now and say I'm voting for The Rock, not Kanye. Well, in it, Kanye he like said. He just, he had a lot of stuff to say. Some of it was like, you know, some of it was talking points, let's say, for his side. And some of it was like kind of just inflammatory, like it did seem kind of manic or something. Um, so the, what you're referencing is Twitter account, right? So his Twitter, ever- his Twitter tirade came after, or like not tirade, but like, let's say... I think no matter what side of the fence you're on here, it would be like a cry for help. Because he did all this, he did a speech, he said some controversial things in the speech. Um, Is he articulate, though? Oh, yeah, he's like, he's definitely a a smart guy. I don't really understand what's going on there. Um, But whether he's entirely, entirely cogent is kind of, it's not a matter of like, is he smart? It's whether like he's in, in control of his faculties or not, right? Right. Like, and so. Like what they're saying, he's saying in his Twitter is like after he gave this speech where he said some inflammatory things, um, he said that like his wife tried to have him um, committed, and that like he said like his kids were never going to be in Playboy, and that his well, wife like King just to wants him. to be a, a the first trillionaire woman. So 
And he's just saying like all this stuff about how like he was being controlled and stuff. And then um, Kim Kardashian came out today and told everyone like, listen, he's just bipolar. Like, don't pay any attention to him. He just it's, drinks a lot. Forget it. You know, <laughs> it's, it's really a lot of people are thinking that like Kanye is an MK Ultra guy, and that there can be like a crack going on in that facade as well. We don't know. Like both of these people could be mentally ill. One could be fine. One could not be. One could be a victim. One could be an aggressor. We're if not I sure to take yeah. any stance yet. If if I had a stack of chips with me right here, and we were sitting down in Vegas right now. At this point in the podcast, I don't know why you don't have a stack of chips. You know these questions are going to come up at some point. You're going to have to make this analogy. All right, fair enough. All right, so from now on, I'm going to find some chips and keep them over here to make that that bet. But I would say that both of them are batshit crazy. First of all, why would you want to be president? You have to be a little crazy. Yeah, all right. So there we go. I'm just saying... I don't know. Why would you want to marry a Kardashian? All of it is absolutely insane. And we're going to get yeah. to the bottom of it. We thought, like, you know what? These two things have happened right this week. They are currently in the process of going down. And we are watching something happen. Huh. History will be made. Yes. We're not quite sure what that means. Usually when you <laughs> say that, it's not great. No? But. You know, Maybe. we're hoping we're hoping for something good. Hoping for a little more. There little was more that light. time that there was that time that Bruce Springsteen and the East East Street Band played a concert at Fenway Park. Uh, that was pretty cool. It was know, that his, time that his, they got that request. Yeah, and they, they like so they, remember the crowd like made a request and they learned the song on the spot. Yeah, this guy held did up. See that? We did a concert companion, companion on it. This guy yeah. held in the crowd, wrote on the back of a cooler play this song and they were like okay and yeah. they played it yeah. and they did a good job <laughs> but that's kind of the the roundup there of what we were going to what we're what we're covering tonight like it's kind of something to give you something to chew on before we take the deep dive that's been coming for a while into um mk ultra and and its effect on the music industry because the more you go check this stuff out i think the better base you'll have for what we're going to talk about and like we said, yeah. could be complete bullshit, could be half true, could be all true. It's kind of um, something that we can watch unfold in real time. Um, it's very, very interesting to, 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 to see. It's kind of hard to have secrets nowadays, though. So there's Dying always a leak. Yeah, so I think um, the stuff that we hear, minus the clickbait, is pretty much... Um, reputable but we shall see we yeah. shall see we'll see if sean wants to stand by his milk toast middle of the road uh, uh bland uh, hey, suburbanite hey, hey now gray area stance all right that that's enough there I'm all gonna right. throw throw my chips at the screen oh <laughs> we don't have chips. Uh, I, as as a company. I feel that we are supposed to maintain the middle of the road. But oh, yeah. what I mean by that is you are on one side and I'm on the other. No, it really is like we have no um, it's really I, I'm really taking a deep dive into this and I couldn't okay 
couple things like to keep in mind here. Like MK Ultra is an acknowledged thing, right? It's a real thing. Yeah, and the CIA's acknowledged it many times but, already. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about it. So like a deep dive, and it necessitates a deep dive. But like, it's a fun or disturbing, depending on how you want to look at it, game to go and take an honest look at like who you think might may or may not be because. No matter who your favorite celebrity singer artist is, like somebody is probably out there saying that they're an MK Ultra fan. Well, MK Ultra or not, these favorite singers, celebrities, actors—they're being controlled. Uh, yeah, right. No, you're right. Like, yeah, Garth Brooks is no under is under no different really Damocles than than uh, than Britney Spears in a lot of ways. I'd say he's um, my favorite country musician. Thank you. Yes, yeah. I think I, no one, no one would disagree with you there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I think it comes with the territory, though, and it, it relates back to my question earlier: How many of these people? You have to be insane to be in that amount of spotlight constantly. Like, how else would you put up with the heat? I don't know. I don't it, know. It, the, it, the more you see it, you're like, you. I think you're right because, like, I used. You, I think. You're, you have a really good point there with like there being no privacy. And so yeah. it's like, yeah, so it's, it's even in more intense spotlight. And now we are starting to like see people crack. And I mean, regardless, MK Ultra, no MK Ultra, like, and we're not taking like anyone's side on what they've said no. but, or anything or what's going on with their personal life. But you can see why the stress, regardless, would just start to make people crack. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and to even want to be there in the first place, it's it's such like a Hollywood. Yeah. It's a it's, fake it's, thing. It's not real. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, got a good point, man. Like it's something that's hard for a lot of people, I think, to see that it's it's not real. Yeah. It's like these people are just constructs. They're not even really themselves. They're basically cartoon characters that are getting yeah. drawn in for every episode. You know. Now, like how nefarious that is, is like kind of what we'll talk about, but like. That really is still so revelatory for so many people that, like, their favorite actor or musician isn't the image they have of them. Yeah. Are you telling me that Bono and Sean Penn are not great humanitarians? Sean, we don't have, we don't even have enough bandwidth to get into that conversation. <laughs> people don't have time for that podcast. <laughs> One of these days, I assure you, all of you, all of our, all of our listeners out there that are gearing up to their keyboards for the emails right now, I know, yeah. I know, I know yes. what you're going to say, okay. and eventually we're we'll only get to joking. It. But Sean you can know, only handle on the other, so on the other hand, we love hearing this this crap. So it's, if you want to yell at us about Sean, I'm Penn, always, please. I'm always impressed by our the conspiracy game of our <laughs> listeners. No kidding, like it is, it is impressive. <laughs> But yeah, so that's kind of like a, a toe in the water for the, um, you know, what's going on with Free Britney, what might be going on with Kanye, how it might all relate to MK Ultra, and what to watch for to get yourself in the headspace for where we're going next. Okay. This is really interesting, man. Yeah, I thought this was like a, um, a cool, real-world glimpse into something crazy happening, so... Uh, not that there's not that there's not enough crazy already going on, uh, but this is a, a a horse of a different color, and I think people finally need to understand that Taylor Swift is not the best musician in the world. 
You know, I think people need to understand this. And I, I really want to be at the forefront on the front lines of this battle. I want to be swinging that axe. Well, <laughs> since sits down on your shield, my friend. And don't tire yourself out because we're going to swing a lot of axes on our upcoming episode. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah. As long as anything I got wanna, my team behind me. Anything you want to add to this craziness before we sign out? Uh, I think it's funny that when you talked about uh, craziness with Brittany, there's only one person that I could think of. Um, it seems as though it's all planned out. Like it, it's it's a publicity stunt. Everything Chelsea, about it. That is... would be the best case scenario. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, that's what I want to believe. Now. Me too. Uh, okay. All right. I would say that. That's what I'd like to believe. Okay. What about you, man? What do we got coming up soon? We got uh, some merch in the works. We got some merch in the works. Um, we are planning to get a more kind of regular output for the podcast at the OK Corral, which is a little bit shorter, kind of different, maybe an audiobook kind of um, history where um, we go into like the old West and it's more like a, uh, an old timey radio show. So um, Brandon sent me some demos and I think the ideas that he's got are fantastic. So we're going to run. You guys will like it. Yeah. I think you guys will like it. We're going to run with those and see how it goes. We're kind of updating the social media right now. And then I'm always open to more show ideas, questions, comments, anything, email us, Brandon at all damn night.com. Sean at all damn night.com. S E A N. Right. That's right. Yeah, the right way. And um, yeah, we'll uh, we are coming back strong with some new episodes. I think Sean has a cool cool one in the works. I've got you know, a big. I'm bouncing back and forth between like three, and they're all like yeah. half done. So we'll, we'll the, get there eventually. The of the tortured artist. <laughs> no, As yeah, you yeah. notice, I'm missing part of my ear. Exactly. Yeah, yeah don't cut it off. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we want to thank you all for tuning in um, to All Damn Night. Check us out, alldamnight.com. We gave you the email address, Sean at alldamnight.com, Brandon at alldamnight.com. You don't all get it again. Podcast at, on Instagram and Facebook. And I think that's all we need. So uh, be sure to check us out on all popular streaming platforms and tune back in next week for the greatest music podcast in history. This is All Damn Night.